This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. question mark on that step back or step up. I want to uh, just say a couple of things. It's, uh, I thank God for the worship uh, of God. It's such a powerful, powerful thing, and we thank God for, I thank God for the people that we, uh, that we have that, that God has entrusted with such. Uh, I, I just have to say this, you know, worship team, I thank God that, you know, that there's enough depth and maturity you know, some people just want to have all, you know, shiny, wet behind the ears faces. And I thank God that we have young people as well, also though, as the experience. And I'll tell you why. Uh, because it takes some experience for it not to be about you. That's right. Amen. For it to be all about God. We don't have to work through that, the performance and all that stuff. But I mean, it's, and thank God, I mean, we're finally there where I'm, you know, uh, where that's together and there's no glitch in moving people into the presence of God because it's about Him. Amen? Amen. Now, that, now, you know, before you, before you let the young people throw you away, old people, and before you throw the young people away, all right, the blessing is generational and we need one another. And, uh, and God made it so and... You know, uh, uh, such a worshiping in spirit and in truth. When we sing that uh, that last portion that says you are perfect in all of your ways, what a what a what a place that we can occupy in that truth of humility to realize you can't improve on you, God. There's no way anyone could improve on your way of doing things. Amen. No, everybody say, no better way than God's way. And I'll tell you, uh, you know, uh, we're, we're going to see uh, more and more and more uh, of God's way in the days that are ahead. And I'm going to tell you what one of God's ways is, is he'll always give the devil enough rope to hang himself. So if you see the devil running towards you, running wild in the countryside, are you listening? Realize he going to get to the end of his rope, break his doggone neck, because he's just that stupid. Amen. Amen. So don't be intimidated. Just stand your own ground, because he'll get just about up to here. He'll get up. Yeah. Yeah. The blessing says, before your face, he'll get all the way up to your face and just put a chokehold on his own self. That's God's way. I said that's God's way. Are you listening? Amen. You know, before he gave the people of God the promised land is one thing. He told Abraham, he said, now you're going to have to live here generationally. Your people are going to go down and multiply down there in Egypt. He said, and it's going to take some time for me to uh, multiply, uh, you know, increase you and multiply you. And they said to bring you back here. He said, so that you could possess this land, your inherit, your, right. your children are going to possess this land. And he said, besides that, he said, sin has to run its course in this land and in this people. I've got to give them room and time to change their mind. Wow. Teach, Pastor. Before I come in here and wipe it out, he said. And you know what? Isn't that a picture of what's yes. happening in the earth? Yes. The yes. reason why we're not already in heaven is because God has given generations time to change their mind. But I want to tell you something. I'm going to have to tell you something. Today now, time is shorter than it's ever been. We're in an accelerated time zone. Are you listening? Don't you know that after a while, you know, even on the end of the, uh, at the end of the rope, uh, the, the devil has in order to choke himself. You know what I'm saying. Uh, you know, uh, he'll get to running real hard and fast. Yep. <laughs> Amen. But you know, don't discount that there are with God some suddenlies. Amen, amen, amen. Yes, amen. 
that suddenly, hallelujah. All right. Now, uh, let's, we're going to, under instruction from God, revisit Amos 9.13, which is actually slap dab in the middle of Amos 11 through 15. But uh, I have instruction from the Lord in this new year to revisit this. Now, uh, what would be the purpose for that? Uh, you know, you need to go on ahead and, and plan. God told me, he said, plan on an extended stay. Because you may even decide that you want to settle here in these promises. You might choose to live your life this way and in this truth. Now, it begins, it says... Uh, uh, but also on that judgment day. I'm glad that God didn't say the judgment day. Uh, but on that judgment day, which is in the context of uh, Amos 9, you might want to read the previous scriptures if you dare. Amen. Because it's America. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. On that judgment day, God didn't say that the judgment day, but on that judgment day, so there is still time to change and to come over to God's side. You know, we must wake up to the times and to what God is doing. There is, according to this scripture, a restoration. Let me read the full scripture. But also on that judgment day, I will restore David's house that has fallen to pieces. I'll repair the holes in the roof, replace the broken windows, fix it up like new. Father, we thank you for your word, and we thank you for revelation, Lord, that advantages us in order to advance into these wonderful things in Jesus' name. We're careful to give you all the praise and the glory and the honor, for it is your word, and our eyes are on you, Master. And We thank you for helping us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, so there is a restoration of David's house, and the scripture goes on to say, David's people will be strong again and seize what's left of enemy Edom, Edom plus everyone else under my sovereign judgment, God's decree. He will do this. Now, there is a restoration of David's house and David's people. The scripture says a repairing, a fixing, a new thing replacing the old thing. And God's re, uh, restoration uh, and restoring a better than ever measure of His goodness and bringing a truth that is revealing a reality. Truth in its simplest definition is a reality. All right? Uh, where there's, uh, you know, there's just no room for doubt. That's just how it actually is. His presence uh, and himself, himself said, I will do this. Won't God do this? If he said he'd do it, won't he do it? He said, I'll do this. And see, we're not smart enough to do this. We're not crafty enough. We're not powerful enough. But God says, listen, uh, it, it, it ain't so broke it can't be fixed. And I'm not going to just put a Band-Aid on it. He said, I'm going to make it like new. And when God says like new, He means better than new. The better version. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, He said, I will do this. Do what? He said, restore truth and reality and a freedom and a liberty of David's worship. David's worship. And they taught a whole series this summertime on that. It's on the podcast. You need to avail yourself if you don't know anything about that. Amen. We can't teach all of, reteach all of that uh, now. It was wonderfully taught. Uh, you, you're going to need your stuff, sweetie. Look at your neighbor and say, you're going to need your stuff. If, you, if you're... <laughs> uh, Hosea says this. He says, look, he said, didn't you understand? He said, you're working so hard. You're doing all of this other stuff. He said, and I'm, and he said, and you're putting all, you're working for money. You're working for pleasure. You're working for fulfillment. And he said, and you're putting it in a bag and it's got holes in it. He said, honestly, you don't have anything to show of real value for what you, for what you've been investing your life in. Is it, you know, I mean, 
you know, and I, I'm not using Phil as a bad example here, whatever, but you built your house, a fine house, uh, a beautiful lot and all that. But 25 years later, you got to redo the septic tank. It don't last forever. Amen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, you'd have thought, dear God in heaven, I worked hard to pay for the first one. <laughs> I had to pay for the second one. Amen. Are you listening? Now, like I said, you know, I'm not using them as a bad example, but the situation in our life, you know, I mean, temporal things, guys are temporary. They don't last forever, but there's some stuff that you can give your life for. You can trade your time for. You can give your attention to that will not wear out, that will go from this life into the next life and last forever. Amen. Amen. Wouldn't it be wiser to make sure that we prioritize the good, the good stuff, the better stuff, the forever stuff versus just the temporary. Now God don't want the temporary falling down all around your ears and all that. It ought to, you know, it ought to keep current and all of that and make it, you know. Uh, I know Jim and Natalie went through the same thing. I don't know what the problem is with the crap around here. Something's going on. But anyhow, <laughs> you know, we got... Pre- uh, but I told, I told uh, Jim, I said, well, I said, when you get it done, at least you know you got a better one and you know it's done right and da-da-da-da-da. Amen. If you got to do it, let's get a better one going. That's right. Amen. Let's learn something uh, here. That's the thing about life. No matter what goes on, what comes up, what problems arise, what trouble there is, it's all training. And let's learn from this. And let's be better for this. Amen? Hallelujah. All right? Now, God went on to say that. He said, learn the lesson of that. He said, all the working for the temporary, for the temporary stuff. He said, you're putting your... your all of that you gain from that in a bag with holes in it, it don't last. You can't keep it. He said, but here's what I'm going to tell you to do. He said, he said quit, quit spending so much on your house, your temporary life here. He said, and go to the mountain. He said, and get you some stuff to work on my house because it's eternal. It is the thing that matters most. Give your life for what's going to matter the most. And then he went on to say, he said, and I'll tell you what, he said, all the silver and all the gold stuff you've been chasing, I'll make sure. He goes, I'll shake it all down and put it in your bag and it won't have no more holes in it because you're using it right. You'll have, listen, not just money. You understand what I'm saying? But you will have a measure of life like you've never had before. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm going to tell you what, old David got it together because God helped him and he kept it together and handed it to the next generation better than when he found it. Amen. That ought to matter to us older people. Are you listening? It ought to matter to us that we're going to leave, the, we're going to leave our children to church if the Lord tarries. We don't know when he's coming back. Quit hoping that he is. Amen. There's still generations to win. There may still be people yet to be born that got to praise Him. We don't know that. But we're going to serve His purpose in our generation. And by golly gosh, when they come into, onto this property and into the house of God, they ought to have something worth coming into. They ought to come into a reality. And they ought to come into a prosperity. They ought to come into a blessing. They ought to come into more, not less than they've ever had. Amen. We're going to leave this thing better than what we found. Yes. Glory to God. But he said he would do this. Well, I want to join him in his work. Roger's famous for saying that. He goes, let us join him in his work. Amen. Let's work with God. And he said what? That he would restore David's worship. Listen, David was a man completely, totally committed, sold out to God's will, God's way, and God's kingdom cause, and God's glory. He was wholehearted after the heart of God. He said, God, my whole heart is after your whole heart. And that's how he lived his life. He didn't do nothing. Amen. Except God was at the center of that. It came from God. And it was for God. And it also said this, that not just David's house, but David's people. 
or these kinds of worshipers will be strong again. Now, during David's time, Israel ruled the known world. All Israel's enemies were defeated. They were subdued. They were put under subjection. And they paid tribute to the kingdom of David or the kingdom of God that David established the rule of God over all. Amen. I'll tell you back when America... When God was her God, you can't say that anymore. Because the church has sat silent and let them take prayer. Let them take the presence of God. Let them take the name of Jesus. Are you listening? If you let them take His title, they, don't, they hate His personal name, Jesus, but they're after even Christ in Christmas. Are you listening? We let them take God out of the arena and they say, you just be nice people. You just be safe people. We're not nice and we're not safe when we're strong. Because when we're strong, we take over. Everything and everyone. And that's why they want to do what they want to do where you're concerned. But it's not them, it's the devil that's behind of it. Are you listening to me? Quit thinking about flesh and blood. You've got to realize, I'm telling you what, there are angels around the president and there are demons around the president. And which one they listen to, are you hearing, depends on the prayers of the people of God. And not just the prayers, but also we have a say-so with the king and we have a say-so where the kingdom is concerned. And we're here for the king and for the kingdom. Amen. Now you want to be some little wimp, weak Christian, you shouldn't go to a church like this. Are you listening? Because we don't have pink weights that weigh two and a half pounds. And you come in and once a week, oh boy, that felt good. Yeah, I'm going to go back. Are you listening? You saw that ad on the thing where the guy comes in, this great big muscular guy, and the little skinny guy comes in, he grabs one little weight and he goes, whoo. One. <laughs> and that was it. Huh? Well, he ain't ever going to look like that. Are you listening? But looking like that ain't the idea. I mean, you got sometimes have some muscle to the hustle. The only reason the devil would be subject to you is because you're more powerful than him. Now, here's a religious idea to begin with. Well, ain't nobody more powerful than the devil than even God. Wrong. Wrong. I'm talking religiously. Wrong. Most people out there in the world, they believe that. Because let sickness and disease come. Well, God will heal you. Oh, I don't know about that. Well, God will help you. Yeah, I, if he had any power, he would. But, you know, uh, I got this problem. And magnifying the, are you listening? Magnifying what the devil's doing. What the devil's doing is bigger than what God's doing. Oh, don't shout me down because I'm going to get over even into the policy of your politics right now. You can't pay no attention to this stupidity. Are you listening? We're praying God will heal our land. Will God heal our land if we're praying right? If we're asking God, are you listening, to heal our land? What if it don't go like you think it should go? Well, first of all, you ought to be thinking about how things should go. Are you listening? Not just going along to get along. You ought to find out who you're going to follow. Are you listening? Seriously, because your vote is a seed. Are we supposed to take over the government or just take what the devil gives us? <laughs> what about the educational system? All of it's... Are you listening? All of it's in trouble. Why? Because the church is not strong. How does the church get strong? She's going to have to go after the heart of God. She's going to have to have some things restored. She's going to have to live in a reality like God sees things. God says, you're not that weak, pitiful, little shut up and stay, and stay behind, sit in the back row. Are you listening? Come on now. That's not who you are. You're the head, not the tail. The government's supposed to be on my shoulders. And guess who that is? You. What government? The rule of God, the kingdom of God. God taking over, amen. When the church rises up and say, we're not going to have this. If that's the best you can do, my goodness sake, we'll just get something else altogether. 
Hallelujah. I ain't going to preach on that. Come the next few weeks, I will. But I got to get you lined up just a little bit here. Amen. Are we supposed to be strong? God says they'll be strong again. Like in David's time. You understand? That kingdom ruled over all the kingdoms. All of them. No one. No one that attacked them and anybody that was around them. David subjected all of them. And I mean, he wasn't no pitiful little pansy waste about it neither. He go in, took over, and they laid everybody, every man, every fighting man laid down his face on the ground. And I'm sure what they did was they put their neck, every one of them, put their foot on their neck. And then the next thing he did, he took a rope and he said, measure off two times, the third one, kill them all. Uh, measure off two times, kill them, leave the third one, live. So the ones that lived, he said, if you don't behave, I'll kill you too. You ain't ready for this kind of stuff. See, because you're going to coexist with the devil, compromise with the devil. Go ahead and just let the, uh, are you listening? Let, you know, well, you know, we have, (laughs) well, you know, God would be so unkind. God's not kind to the devil. I'm not talking about flesh and blood, but I'm talking about the devil. Are you listening? You know, you're looking at flesh and blood standing on the corner selling dope. Are you listening? Take authority over the devil that's running that situation, that's ruining their lives and helping them to ruin other lives. Are you listening? Get them all free. Get the bad boy first. Get him done. Are you listening? And if he has to go to jail, so be it. In the jail, he'll have to sit there and listen. He got time to read his Bible. But we ain't going to put up with you destroying lives out here on the street. You got a choice. You get up every morning. You can, are you listening? But we're not. We're going to take away your choice. Amen. Your choice is this. Do right or you're going to suffer the consequences of doing wrong. And it's going to be that quick. Are you listening? Hallelujah. We're going to get you in a redemptive corner. You understand? God loves you, but you can't do this kind of stuff. You're a, hot, you're a danger to yourself and everybody else. So you need to go somewhere where you can get some help. Because if you're going to pull a gun on me while I'm trying to preach on you in the corner, we're going to go somewhere, are you listening, where you're in a little cage and you ain't got no gun. And you are going to get read the Bible, buddy. Amen. Hallelujah. And have some time to think about yourself. Is that mean? Is that hard? Well, what if one of the... The deal goes bad and one devil, are you listening, uh, is behind of this guy and the other devil's behind of that and they shoot one another, kill each other and go to hell. That's it. Well, well, you know, while we do church, while we say, Lord, help them down there, Jesus, have mercy on them now, while we do, while we play church. Is that all right? No. Strong again. Again means like it was the first time. All the kingdoms of this of the known world subjected to the kingdom of God. All the territory, every street, all the alphabet, every bit of it. First street, all the streets. Every A, B, C, D, all of it is ours. David established the rule of God over all through strength. Through strength. The power to possess that God gives. Strong again in the grace of God. Strong again in the blessing of God. Strong in the favor and the good success. What would be good success for your life? Thank God I don't live down there. Thank God I'm in a better neighborhood. They all ought to be better. I said they all ought to be better. When we stand in front of God, God said, why did you allow that? Because we were weak. Because we were whining. Because we couldn't have the kind of car we wanted to drive. Oh, good God almighty. David was a worshiper in spirit and in truth. And he lived for God's presence. 
And he lived for God's promises. And he had the word of God and he had the works of God. David was absolutely obsessed. He had a life obsession, a life ambition with building a house for God. That the whole world could see and experience. It would be for God's glory that the whole world could see the greatness of God. The goodness of God and the glory of God. David, David's life was consumed about a relationship with God, a, a, a reality with God. So much so that he, he cut... Uh, uh, anyhow, he put down every other religious notion, including those within his own nation. David's faith and his life... It was personal, and it was practical, and it was powerful. Say that with me. Say, it's personal, it's practical, and it's powerful. See, if it doesn't, it, you know, if it doesn't get out here where our lives are, it needs to be personal to, personal to the place that it's practical. This is how I live my life. Amen? And you'll find God to be very powerful, and you'll live a powerful life. It goes on to say this. It said, David's people will be strong again and seize what's left of enemy Edom. Taking territory, gaining ground, possessing. One translation says, possess the remnant of Edom. Edom was the land of Esau. Isaac's son and Jacob's brother. Esau was a natural man. Esau was a flesh-ruled man. Esau was a sense-dominated man. There was no real thought or respect or reality of God or God's blessing and consequently God's purpose in life. So much so that Esau sold his spiritual and even his natural birthright for a bowl of stew. He was willing to trade the eternal for the temporary. He was disobedient towards God's will and God's way. Unwilling and disobedient toward God's will and God's way. And therefore God... In this one translation, in the message, he called them enemy Edom. And it says, seizing the territory uh, of the enemy. Everyone say, the enemy. enemy. Or you could personalize that, the enemy of your flesh. Amen. The enemy of your disobedience and unwillingness towards God. The, the, The territory in your life where you have no thought towards God. Well, I never thought that God could help me with my physical body. Uh, I mean, after all, it's just spiritual stuff. No, God help you, spirit, soul, and body. Come on Sunday night, we'll teach you about that. Does your body matter? Well, if you want to be here to fulfill your assignment, it does. If you just want to retire, amen, and do what you want to do, at what point in life do you decide that you're just going to do what you want to do (laughs) and not what God wants you to do if you belong to God? That's right. Excuse me. At what point in time would that be wise? I mean, you can make up your own decision where that's concerned. Are you listening? But I... (laughs) Oh, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. To me, that's one of those little, uh, you know, uh, dash lines on the map. Don't take that road. That's probably uh, a cow trail, probably just a pig path. Are you listening? That don't go nowhere at all. You're liable to get down there and the bridge is out. Amen? At any point in time, you decide, and this is, this is what, you know, I mean, live for self. The end of our lives, think about how upside down the world situation, that when you get to the end of your days, you've gathered enough money, now you can retire, or I can just live totally for myself. Amen? Well, you ought to just give it all away. Now you have to depend on God again. Now you're, re- now you're refired. Amen. <laughs> now your faith can be fresh. That's what, us, that's what Mo did. I didn't intend. That's what Caleb did. Are you listening? <laughs> 80. Don't say you're too old. I'm too this or I'm too this, that. Amen. Strong again. Everybody say strong again. again. Amen. Glory to God. See, they'll seize the territory of the remnant. Now listen, 
there are those that are in name only. Religious. There's a remnant even within religion that are just Christians in name only. Or that used to be. Used to be gods. But, they, but now they're over in the flesh. Now they're out there in unwillingness and disobedience towards God. Now they don't live for God. But at one time they were in the church. They were, they were living for God. He said, David's people will get strong again. You know, they're the first ones, the wayward sons and daughters. The, those that will. There are some, but they don't know no different. There's some that sit in churches, are you listening, and are frustrated because they're not getting fed the truth. Amen. I got nothing for that. Are you listening? I can't do nothing about that. All I can do is, you know, uh, you know, I go by Big B Barbecue, and there's no law that says it can't smell like that. There's no law that says when they're cooking good stuff and it smells good, that, that when you drive by and you smell it and you want to go in there and eat, there's no law that says you can't. Amen. Well, I'm going to tell you what now, son. Fired up around here, we're going to put some good stuff some meat on the table, some good stuff. Hey, listen, we ain't boiling bland pot uh, pottage around here. We're going to cook up some good stuff. And the aroma of it is going to go out. You're going to go in there, and when you come in here, you smell like chicken, you understand? And wherever you go, somebody go, where you been? You smell like chicken. Say, well, they got the best chicken over there you ever put in your mouth. Well, come and see. Because people want to be fed. People want to have a truth. People want to be strong. People don't want to be dominated by the devil. People want the light. People want the good stuff. Are you listening? And we're going to do something about that as much as we can. Hallelujah. Don't you think that everybody that's in the... That, that, listen, the natural man is an enemy of God. The natural mind, mind naturally mind ruled. Are you listening? Is at enmity with God, at war with God. But I just believe God can win some folks. I believe God can. I thank God he won me. I didn't take very long. I guess I got on an accelerated track, but it didn't take me very long to sit in the midst of religion and say, I don't want that. I want a reality. And it bumped me out of one denomination and bumped me into another one and then bumped me again because I was chasing God. I wasn't going to sit in something where you stop, I'm still going. Yes. Honey, if you ever stop, if I ever stop, you get going. You understand? If this boy don't pursue God, if we ain't leading the charge, you go find somebody who is. Don't you never sit here and starve to death and miss what God has for your life. We have a right to hold you accountable, but you have a right to hold us accountable. We ought to be bringing it every time you come in here. And when you bring somebody here, if they have the same opportunity. Amen. That you know they're going to hear the word of the living God. It's alive and quick and powerful. Amen. He said that they would seize the territory. And they would seize what's left of enemy Edom. And it says, and everyone else under his sovereign judgment. Amen. David's people are strong again. The church of Jesus, the head and not the tail in relationship with God. Let me read this scripture to you. I've got just a few minutes in different translations. It says, uh, in that day I will raise up. Everybody say raise up. Raise up. The tabernacle of David that is fallen. And close up, and I'll tell you something now, uh, even in this modern, modern Christianity, it's a lot of it's emotional hype, it's, it's, you know, lights and smoke and all this kind of stuff. I remember one time uh, hearing uh, this older guy, uh, uh, both of them older, uh, older than me, and, and nationally known. And one of them said, one's a pastor and the other one's music. Uh, pastor of worship and uh, the pastor said to the uh, if I called their name you'd know who they were I'm not going to but he said he said do you think we ought to get a smoke machine you know some lights and a smoke machine and uh, he said you know and really fog the place up good and everything and, and, uh, and the worship uh, pastor said see this is where good relationship comes where you can speak the truth to one another the the, the uh, <laughs> 
the worship pastor, he says, well, he says, I suppose, he said, if we actually had the real glory of God, we wouldn't need to smoke. <laughs> I'm in a great, that, if you want to know my thought on that, that's what it is. And I can tell you the real thing in one, in two, three seconds, all these CDs and stuff they put out, there's some of them ain't worth listening to, but there's some of it have the presence. They have the reality. Are you listening? They have that David people, David worship. They've got that strength. It puts something inside of you. It challenges you. It lifts you. It raises your life. Are you listening? Amen. You can't feed on, you know, uh, anyhow. He said, I'll raise up the tabernacle that has fallen, close up the breaches thereof, and I will raise up. There's a second I will, the second raise up. I will raise up his ruins and I will, here's a third I will from God, build it as, it, as in the days of old. Now listen, that, that word that means this connect, the reason why I'm going to do everything I just said and he said and, and so that I can get this kind of result. Yeah. The reason why I'm doing it is this. He said that they may possess the remnant of Edom and all the heathen which are called by my name, saith the Lord that doeth this. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to rip the freaking hide off a religious heifer right now. Amen. Did you know that I can call, th- when I'm strong, I understand that, I, that we work with words. Mm-hmm. And we work with God's words. Yeah. And when I'm strong, now listen, and that I have to call things that are not manifested yet as though they already were. Are you listening? So I can call people, are you listening, that don't even know His name. I can call them by His name. I can claim them. I can say, I claim them for Jesus. I call them in God's kingdom. I call them out of darkness and into the light. I call them saved. I call them. Come on now. Are you listening? Everybody called by my name. You ought to quit calling them what the devil has assigned to them. Oh, they are hopeless. Oh, they are helpless. Oh, they are lost cause. Oh, they are an outcast. Somebody ought to help me in this house. There's a reason why not just, listen, not just the enemy of religion. We can pull out the wannabe, the wanters. Pull out those that don't know. No, pull out. Are you listening? Yes. We can call the heathen like they already say, like they already call by the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Tell me there ain't no reason why to be strong. They ain't never going to take, there's some stuff I'm not willing to give up. I'm not willing to give up my shamakamahama. Amen. You can, we have a sword out here. We took it out because the little kids get away. But you know, you can, you, can, you can do your little deal with this all you want. But give me that sword. Give me that word of God in my mouth. Give me some training. Amen. That I know how to use it or you can settle for this. You ain't going to do much with that, sweetie. Are you listening? That's just a pocket knife. That, you ain't even, this one's so dull you can't cut cardboard with it right now. That's most people's experience. I don't, I don't need no more Jesus. But what you going to do with this? What you going to do with that? What kind of offering is that? And finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord. Praying in the Spirit. Which is the, which is the sword of, take the sword of the Spirit. Which is praying in the Spirit. Amen. You don't want to be filled with the Holy Ghost? Here. I'll buy a bunch of them. Don't be filled with the Holy Ghost. Don't pray in other tongues. Here. Here. Help yourself. Maybe you can cut up your tuna fish with this. But don't even think you ever going to get a real steak because this won't do it, understand? Here, this is your life. You got to get filled with the Holy Ghost and full of power or this is what you mount to. That's it. That too strong? That's the truth. I said that's the truth. Got one minute. 
After that happens, this restoration, on the day that I choose, and I'm telling you we are in a day that God has chosen in this house. We are in a chosen, a time to favor her. We're in it, darling. We are here now. You ain't going to get somewhere. You either here or you didn't decide to participate. <clears throat> I will rebuild the dilapidated house of David. I ought to come down. You know, listen, come in here and everybody's hands like this. Everybody's, you know, nobody. Oh, my Lord. Amen. Sing me a new song. Sing me something. I can live. I can lift to my God. Sing me a reality. Bring me a truth to music that I can worship Him with. And I will get in, honey. I will let my feet move. I'll let my... Oh, something got to move. Are you listening? Bring me some stuff with some stuff all over it. Hallelujah. David, I'll rebuild the dilapidating. Listen, don't you buy the lie. I'm going over. I'm sorry. Listen, don't you buy the lie that you can be too crazy. Are you listening where faith is concerned or where worship is concerned? Because you ought to worship him in the crazy faith that God can do anything. That while I'm magnifying him, making him large, letting him live big in here, that blinded eyes are going to come open and deafened ears are going to unstop and miracles are going to become evident. Don't you buy it that you can get too crazy for Jesus, somebody ought to jump up and shout right now. I'm tearing out some rotten wood today. I'm going to get rid of the old junky crap that is. Are you listening? I don't buy it. No. No, I'm going to be like David. Honey, you ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen dancing naked in the street. You ain't seen my whole heart. You ain't seen how good God has been. You ain't seen how grateful I am. You ain't seen how thankful. You ain't seen how much a man can worship a God who's so great and so good. You, anybody in this house today, my Lord Jesus. No, I'm not going to let him ruin it. No, I'm not going to let the devil keep it. Mend the holes in it. Rebuild the wreckage and restore it just the way it used to be. Now listen, it says, Then they may possess what remains of Edom, including every person among the outsiders who have been, again, called by my name. Pastor Ron's going to come. I'll tell you what, we worship God. When we're strong in God. Amen. That every... Do you know there's a realm of reality and truth that when we sing to God, it's not just here in this room. It's not relegated to a little... to a feeling and an emotion that I'm having. That my praise is of the highest nature. It's of the highest kind. And that when I begin to praise Him, when I begin to worship Him, when I begin to get just that crazy like David was crazy, that I just believe there's no better thing, no better one, no better way than God's way. I will worship Him in spirit and truth. That while I'm acting a fool on a little thing, Patch of ground inside four acres out here in Alexander City. Hallelujah. Listen to these words from the man, David and David's people. Listen to this word. It says, Hallelujah. It's a good thing to sing praises to our God because praise is a beautiful, praise is fitting. God's the one that we're praising and He's the one who rebuilds Jerusalem, who regathers Israel's scattered exiles. He heals the brokenhearted and He bandages their wounds. Their wounds. You know when that happens? When we praise Him. It's all... 
Hallelujah. Let the true lovers break out in praise. Somebody needs it. Listen, you step back or you step up. Sometimes you need, listen, you back off or you break through. It says, let them break out in praise. And sing out from wherever they're sitting. I don't care what you say. If you're sitting in sickness and disease, if you're sitting in a fight, if you're sitting in depression, if you're sitting in whatever, the devil has sat you down and said, now sit there and take it. Just be quiet. Be a nice little religious Christian. Wherever you're sitting, sing out from wherever they're sitting. Shout the high praises of God, brandishing their swords in a wild sword dance. Listen, a sign of vengeance on the God-defying nations. A signal. Punishment's coming. Their kings chained and hauled off to jail. Their leaders behind bars for good. The judgment on them carried. Remember he said, everyone under my sovereign judgment. Their judgment carried out to the letter and all who love God in the seat of honor. mean I can praise God on 63 North and angels can go out down in the alphabet soup. Are you listening? Angels can go out to the north and the east and the south and the west and begin to gather the exiles. The angels can go out and begin to put chains on. Are you listening? The demon spirits that say this is my territory. You're not coming in here. Come on now. Come on now. Listen, that's how God sees. That's the world that God sees. And He's waiting on a people. He's waiting on somebody. Waiting on somebody to come on up a little higher. Come on out a little further. Break out of where you've been. Break out of where religion has sat you down in. I went to an auction yesterday. And they're selling mules and horses. And, uh, and this young guy was bidding on a pair of mules. And uh, he quit. And because price was too high for him. And then he jumped back in. And then he quit again. The auctioneer said, now listen, he's asking, the auctioneer's called. He's asking for the higher price. He said, don't shake your head now. You, he said, you done told me no twice. I talked with him afterwards. He said, I sat down that last time. He said, my wife said, don't you quit again. <laughs> oh, when Jesus' wife says, when the bride says, God, we're all the way. We're in this. Whatever it costs, we're in it together. We want that. We want it. Go on. Listen. Listen now. <laughs> that boy, he was sitting down. And all of a sudden, he stood up. I knew it was over then. He stood up. Now all of a sudden, he goes, mm. I mean, it weren't no nod. It weren't no flick. It weren't a wink. He goes, mm. and, the, and the other guy goes, uh, and he goes, mm. are you listening? The third, uh, he got it. And I mean, the crowd erupted and everything. I talked to him afterwards, and I said, I said, I knew when you stood up. We were getting iced tea. I said, I knew when you stood up, it was over. That's when he told me. He said, my wife said, don't quit again. He said, he said I made up my mind. He said, it was going to cost that fella on the front row a lot of money. Are you hearing? He said, you beat against me. It's going to cost you a lot of money because I'm going home with the mules. I'll tell you, Jesus has stood up from where he has been sitting yeah. and he is waiting for the day his enemies are underneath his feet and he stood up and he's telling the devil it's going to cost you more than you can pay because I'm going home with the people I'm going home with the remnant I'm going home with the heathen somebody help me Lord. My Lord, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. 
Let me tell you something. We've been praying. There's a reward to diligently seeking God. Yes. To let the devil lie to you. There's a reward yes. in, in response to the a willingness and obedience to the requirement. And if the requirement is greater, the reward is greater. When, we, when I started praying, out of desperation for mercy for my own life, But the Lord told me, He said, you are gestating. You're gestating a move of God. And I'll tell you today, it's being birthed. It's being birthed. You're looking at, you're hearing the cry of a brand new baby, a brand new thing that God is doing. Amen. You are not the same people you were. Just like that first time mama is no longer a girl or even a young woman. She's something totally it, it different now. Totally different now. This church is totally different now. And we can learn how to be that. Hallelujah. Father, if there's anyone here under the sound of my voice that has not given their heart to you, Jesus, I thank you for the release of the prisoners, the, the setting free of the captives. In Jesus' name, that the dead today will hear your voice and they will be made alive. I thank you, Lord. Let's pray this prayer together. Dear Jesus, I want you and I need you. Come into my heart. Save my life. I'll follow you. I call you, Lord. I answer your call on my life to come right now. I thank you, Lord. Make me new. Give me new life. Thank you, Master. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's Word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.